Hi, this is Pastor Curtis Crawford welcoming you to our podcast. At Revive Outreach Church, we're striving to revive an awareness of Christ in our communities through Christ-centered compassion, service, and evangelism. You can learn more about us online at www.reviveoc.org or on Facebook at facebook.com slash church. We hope that you enjoy this message, and God bless. I want you to open up with me in your Bibles to the book of John, chapter 8. The book of John, chapter 8, and we're going to look at verses 31 uh, through 36 today. John, chapter 8, verses 31 through 36. And then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. They answered him, we are Abraham's descendants and have never been in bondage to anyone. How can you say you will be made free? And Jesus answered them, most assuredly I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. And a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. Therefore, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. Here in uh, John chapter 8, starting with verse 31, it says, Then Jesus said to those uh, Jews who believed in him, if you understand what that means, you've got to go a little further up, that Jesus was preaching here, and he's told them that he's the light of the world, and he's, uh, you know, preaching and talking, he's going to reveal, he's revealing who he is, and they're asking him, well, who are are you? And, you know, he's uh, talking to them, and, uh, at the end of his uh, conversation with them, or in the middle of this conversation with them, uh, the Bible says here that Jesus said to the Jews who believed him. So as, as Jesus is talking here in John chapter 8 to the group of people that are there in front of him, there were some Jews who actually believed he was who he said he was. That's what he's saying. To the Jews that believed him. When it comes to salvation, it starts with the belief that Jesus is who he says he is. Amen. Yes. And after that, then comes discipleship. But this morning, what I want to talk to you about is that you and I are freed from and we are freed for. Yeah. We are freed from and we are freed for. The first thing is we are freed from sin. You see here in John chapter 8, what Jesus is saying here is if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. If you and I believe Christ is who he said he is, we accept the truth that we are sinners, we accept the truth that we are lost without him, that we can never do or be enough to be saved by him, then that truth sets us free from sin. Amen. If you and I uh, have that truth that we call upon him as Lord and Savior, then you and I are set free from sin. Amen. What happens is, is that many of us get presented that truth. And we begin to say to God, but God, I'm a good person. God, uh, I'm not like these other people, right? Uh, That's what the Jews are saying. They said to him, how in the world can you say that we need to be set free? The children of Abraham have never been captive to anybody, which is obviously not true. They were held captive by a lot of different people throughout their history. But they were saying, hey, man, who are you to tell us?
yourself free, we're not bound. And so Jesus says, I'm not talking about physical bondage. I'm talking about spiritual bondage. Because if you're not serving me, you're a slave to sin. Amen. And every single one of us, at some point in our lives, whether we accept, if we've accepted Christ as Lord and Savior, we were at a slave to sin. We were in bondage to sin. We didn't have our freedom. Now, freedom today, the word has changed its meaning. Freedom today uh, means that you can, in a much of society, that you have your own truth. Yeah. Right? That you are free because you have your own truth and you can be and you can say, you can be a different gender. You can, you know, uh, decide that you're not a boy or you're not a girl based on your biology. Right? You're free to decide what's right and what's wrong. What's right for you may be wrong for somebody else. Right? Or what's wrong to them is right for you. We get this arbitrary. That's what we believe freedom is. That's not freedom. Amen. Freedom is being free to be who God called you to be. Yes. Called me to be. Freedom is being a child of God. Yes. See, as Jesus said here, slaves don't get a seat at the master's table. See, sin wants to keep, uh, sin wants to keep us all tied up and bound, uh, looking and searching for our truth. So that we ignore the real truth. And as long as we're ignoring the real truth, we're in bondage to sin. Amen. And sin don't let you eat at the master's table. Amen. Sin will use you, throw you away. Amen. Chasing after your truth, me chasing after my truth, will use me and throw me away. Use you and throw you away. You'll live a life chasing truth that forever change with every ebb and flow of the season and how you feel. See, real truth is where God stands on any matter. Amen. God's word. What God says is true. If anyone says anything that does not line up with what God said, no matter how they feel about it, it's not true. Amen. Not true. God did not say it in his word, or he specifically said, this is wrong. We don't get to decide that it's right because of how we feel one day. Amen. Amen. And honestly, that should give us peace because I don't have to chase after the truth. I got the truth. Right. I got God's word. I know his word on every subject as it relates to life. I know how to, uh, I know what God is saying about life and how to live life. So actually, I'm free to live the way that God uh, provided or intended for me to live, and that is freedom. Because what it means is, is you're giving God full control of your life. Amen. I'm giving God full control of my life to be whoever he wants me to be. But as long as I'm chasing after my truth, it causes more pain, suffering, and confusion than could ever be possible. That's why we're in the world that we are today. We're broken. That's what happens when we chase after our own truth. Amen. Right. That's when we don't hand, have a standard of truth and follow God's standard. And that truth binds us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? Because we are constantly wavering and falling back and forth. Any of you guys that know, you know what I'm talking about as it relates when you're chasing your own truth. What you're feeling a specific day. It doesn't give you freedom. It binds you. Mm -hmm. Freedom isn't the ability to just do everything and whatever you want. Freedom is being who God called us 
to be. Amen. And so when we are set, call upon Christ, we are set free from sin. No longer slaves to sin, but as Paul said, we are now slaves to righteousness. And Jesus elevates us. Even Paul said this. He said that we are now adopted. We are his sons and his daughters. And Jesus said here, it's the child, the son or the daughter that gets to sit at the master's table. Mm -hmm. You and I are, are invited to sit at the table with God our Father mm -hmm. and not be cast out, not be kept and given the scraps. Amen. We are set free from sin so that we can be free to serve God Amen. and be everything that he desires for us to be. Next, we are set free from condemnation. Now, I will tell you as I go through these first points that you have to be freed from to be freed for. Mm. Right? So we're free from sin. And then we're free from condemnation. Romans chapter 8, verses 1 and 2 says, There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according, to the, walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. The devil loves to remind you and I of our past. Mm -hmm. Who we used to be. What we used to be, what we used to do, the bad decisions that we made, all of our insecurities. He likes to remind us of all the things that when you look in the mirror and you see you don't like, or all the things that when you look at yourself and you don't like. He loves to remind us of all those things. He loves to remind us our past and what we used to be. But here's the thing. When we're in Christ, there is no condemnation that Christ meaning God don't care about your past. Amen. When you've been set free from sin, you have immediately been set free from condemnation. And many times we have to be set free from condemnation because we can, before we can do what God wants us to do, because we spend all of our time feeling sorry for ourselves, and all of our time thinking we're not worthy, and all the time thinking that we don't deserve what God has for us. And the devil attacks us and tries to destroy us in our mind by constantly reminding us of who we were. Amen. Amen. But the Bible says there is no condemnation. Why? Because we belong to Christ. Amen. We are free from sin and guilt. Guilt, guilt, guilt. I walk with guilt. I still have guilt that I deal with. It raises its ugly head on me from occasion to occasion. We talked a little bit about regrets this morning in Bible study. And, you know, I have regrets too. I have guilt. I have shame for things that I did. For way that I responded over the course of my life. But because I know Christ is Lord and Savior, I don't have to experience that guilt. I am free from guilt. Amen. God freed me from guilt. It's you and I who hold on to guilt. It's like God threw open the birdcage and let out all these things and be free guilt. And you and I went and catch it and put it back in the cage. Yes. Or we chain it to ourselves because somehow we don't deserve to be free from guilt. We cherish our guilt, right? We hold on to it because we've decided we're not worthy. Mm -hmm. We grab hold. God set us free. He cut the cord, right? He cut the, broke the chains. Yeah. He set us free. He unshackled that from our lives. And we go and grab it because we feel like we deserve it. Yeah. Amen. 
we deserve to feel shame. We deserve to feel guilt. The devil loves one of his lies that he tells is that you and I deserve it. Yeah. We deserve to feel guilt and shame. And that is absolutely a lie from the devil. Yeah. Yeah. God freed us. And he freed us from sin. And he freed us from condemnation and guilt and shame. And until you and I can understand and the Holy Spirit can help us to truly grasp that freedom, we'll never be able to walk in what God has for us to do. Because we will constantly feel unworthy, constantly feel like we're never ready. I had someone say that uh, if you ever feel like you're, you, if you don't move in what God has for you to do until you feel worthy or ready, you'll never move. Amen. Right? We'll never move. Uh, I've never had a time out of my life, really, honestly, that I ever felt worthy of doing anything with God. And when I did, it wasn't because I really felt worthy. I was being prideful and arrogant. I've spent most, most of my life feeling unworthy, feeling guilt for past mistakes and shame for past mistakes, past decisions, past reactions or responses to things in my life. But God set us all free from that. Yes, thank you, Jesus. And if you're dealing with that today, he wants to set you free from it. In fact, let me not even say he wants to. He's already done it. What he wants is you to cast all your cares upon him. Mm -hmm. To give him all your burdens, mm -hmm. he'll take it and carry it. Amen. He's already set you free. He just wants you to let go of it. Yep. Mm -hmm. Let go. You see the, uh, 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 you know, the Christmas story where uh, Marley comes in and he's got all the chains bound to him. Right? And he's floating around. Oh, and he's all bound with chains and weights and all these things from life and his bad decisions. Now, if those chains, it wouldn't make no sense for him to carry them around if they weren't shackled to him. Right? You could bet that if, uh, if he was able ever to get those unshackled, he'd drop them as soon as he could. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. He wouldn't still walk around haunting poor Scrooge with, uh, <laughs> uh, with uh, being, you know, if he didn't have to. Right? I mean, uh, that's what I picture when I think about being shackled is that you got all these chains and like in, in some of the depictions, there are bags of gold and money and treasures that are just bounding him because of all the bad decisions he made as it related to money. And I see us, right, bound with all of those, that baggage and chained to all of that stuff. But God literally breaks it free when we accept him as Lord and Savior. But we pick it right back up again and drag it. Mm -hmm. Because we feel like we deserve it. Mm -hmm. We deserve to be punished. May not even be able to articulate it that way, but down deep inside, we've convinced ourselves we deserve what we get. And the great thing about God is, is he doesn't give us what we deserve. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Right? He doesn't give us what we deserve. I'll never be good enough. And my eyes are the eyes of the enemy. I'll never be good enough. I'll never be worthy enough. But thank goodness it ain't their eyes or my eyes that matter. Amen. It isn't what he thinks or what I think that matters. Amen. It's what God thinks. And God called you and God called me. Amen. It's what he thinks. So we are free from guilt and condemnation. And the next time the enemy comes up and starts whispering about how unworthy you are and how you need to feel guilty and you need to feel shame, 
you tell him, therefore is no condemnation in Christ. I am free. Amen. And then next, we are set free from fear. Sin leads to condemnation. Condemnation and guilt leads to fear, always. Mm -hmm. Why? I fear consequences. Yeah. I fear reaping what I sowed. Yeah. Right? I fear all of those things. Mm -hmm. And that fear can dominate our lives. Amen. But you and I have been set free <coughs> from fear. For the Bible says God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and a sound mind. Amen. When you accept Christ as Lord and Savior, you know what comes along with the package of freedom? It's like he's got a freedom package, right? Uh, he, he's like, uh, freedom one uh, on, the, on this menu is you're free from sin. And freedom two is you never have to feel guilty. You're no longer condemned and you're no longer guilty. And you don't have to feel that anymore. And number three is, hey, guess what? I'm going to throw in here freedom from fear. Many of us live our lives in fear. We can't even articulate why. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Many of us live our lives in fear and condemn ourselves to fear, mm -hmm. right? Because of the enemy and what he whispers into us. See, fear is a result of guilt and shame. Mm -hmm. it, it really is. It's when I feel guilty and ashamed or don't feel worthy, then I worry about what God's going to do to me. Yeah. If you're, especially if you know Christ is Lord and Savior. You could live your life waiting for the other shoe to drop. I'll tell you, I'll be honest with you this morning. I've lived my life many times and still struggle with this today because I have, I, I don't have a high self-confidence and I do always feel unworthy and I do get feel guilt and shame, especially when I do make mistakes and I do mess up and I do, let me tell you. And fear accompanies that. Yeah. Always waiting for the other shoe to drop. Right? Always waiting for God to zap me, right? That he's allowing everything to go good because he's wanting me to get comfortable and happy so he can make it hurt more. Well. You, you ever do that? Mm -hmm. You're waiting, all things are going too good. My granny used to, she had a night where she was laughing and she, my granny didn't laugh. This was after she had gotten sick and she was laughing and laughing and laughing. And uh, the next day, a young man uh, drowned that we knew. And I remember my granny saying, well, uh, guess we shouldn't have laughed. <laughs> had too much laugh last night. Am I wrong, Mom? And she, I believe, even said that night, we are not laugh, something bad's going to happen. And we weren't even, we were just laughing. Uh, Granny, it's the first time I've ever seen her happy and laughing like that. She usually was a sourpuss, but she was laughing and giggling. And she, you know, but it's, we, many of us walk around that mentality that God is letting everything good and we live our lives waiting for the other shoe to drop. I do that myself because I'm carrying with me guilt and shame and unworthiness and feel like God is just waiting to punish me all the time. Many of us do. And so we live our lives in fear. Guilt and condemnation bring fear. But if you and I are strong in the truth of God's word and that truth of who Jesus is, we don't have to fear. Amen. Our sound mind, right, that we haven't been given a spirit of fear, but of, you know, a, a, a sound mind, it isn't in might me. It's in him. Mm -hmm. I can't produce a sound mind in my chaos. Mm -hmm. Only God can do that. And my oceans and my brain 
of all the waves of uncertainty and all the waves of self-hate and all the waves of all these things in my life, right? I can't bring order to that. If I could, I would have done it a long time ago. Only God can bring order to that. Only God can speak to those ways. Peace be still. Only God can bring that calm. So it doesn't rely on me, thank God. It's all on Him. Amen. It's all on Him. So you and I don't have to be bound to fear. When you and I accept Christ as Lord and Savior, by that process, you and I are set free from fear. Amen. The Bible even goes so far to say is that if you and I live in fear daily, we may not even be children of God. Why? Because where does fear come from? Afraid of punishment. Afraid that you're going to get something that you deserve. Right? That's a lot of where fear comes from. Down deep inside, if people admit it, that's where fear comes from. I know I deal with that myself. But God has set us free from fear. But the enemy loves to convince us to pick that fear up again and again. Amen. Right along with the condemnation, right along with the guilt and the shame, we pick up that fear too. Why? I deserve it. I don't deserve peace in my life. I'll be honest with you, I've had that conversation with God. God, I'm waiting for you to zap me or make something horrible happen because that's what I deserve. So I pick it right up, pick up the fear, right? I pick up that condemnation, which results in fear, which means I'm waiting for God to zap me at his convenience, right? We live our lives that way, but, it, but God has freed us. And here's the thing, he freed us from those things because he's freeing us for something. Every one of you in this auditorium, in this sanctuary, you have a purpose that God has given you to walk in. So as you begin to think this morning, what is it that keeps you from walking in that purpose? While you think about that, I'll read to you Matthew chapter 8, verses 21 and 22. It says, Then another of his disciples said to him, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. But Jesus said to him, Follow me and let the dead bury their own dead. You say, well, that's awful callous, Jesus. His dad died. He wants to bury him. Well, let me tell you, there was a tradition in this time that you would entomb someone for a year. And then at the end of that year, you would have a ceremony for them. And it was, they basically buried him a second time. So many scholars believe that's what he's talking about. His dad had already died and had been entombed for a year, but then he wanted to wait until he could do the ceremony the second time after that year. And the thing is, is what Jesus is saying is don't let ceremony or tradition keep you from following me. So in our lives, that's what was keeping him from following Jesus. Remember the, the rich man who went and said, Jesus, you know, uh, what, uh, what do I need to do to be saved? And, and uh, uh, Jesus said, well, you know, obey the commandments, blah, blah, blah. And, and the man said, well, I've obeyed the commandments since I was, uh, you know, from birth. And Jesus said, all right, one thing you still lack. Uh, go and sell all you have, give it to the poor, and then come follow me. And it says, the Bible says, the man went away sad because he was very wealthy. Right? What is it in our lives that's keeping us from stepping out and being who Christ wants us to be? From following him fully? 
Because God has freed us from sin, from guilt and condemnation, from shame, from fear. He's freed us from those things so that we could be free to serve him. He freed you and he freed me for a reason. For a purpose. And many of you may already know that purpose, but you haven't stepped out in it because of fear. Because the devil has you and I wrapped up in so much fear and condemnation and discouragement and doubt that we're afraid to step out. But God is saying to you, I've already freed you from those things. Now it's time for you to step out and walk in the purpose that I have given you. For you, to you, planned out for you, yes. that you were born with. And so that's the challenge to you and I today is to reflect on what it is that's keeping us. What has us bound that isn't giving us so that we could be, that's keeping us from being free to walk in the purpose that God has for us? Because here's the deal every single purpose person has a purpose. Yes. Something God wants you to do. Something God has for you to do. And he wants you and I to walk in it. God wants us to walk in it. Which is why he sets us free from all of those things. And he, uh, you know, reconciles ourselves to him. He wants us to live in peace with him. He wants us to not be worried all the time. Not to uh, feel guilty all the time. He wants us to be a light to this world and show him how good he is. Or show this world how good he is. Because despite how awful I was, he still forgave me and set me free. Yes. Despite of all the reasons I have uh, to, um, you know, not feel like God would love me or not feel like God could use me, he still loves me and used me anyways. And let let somebody else in the world know that they're not too lost or too far gone either. Amen. A witness, a light in the world. It's not about you and me. It's about how good God is. Amen. Amen. And recognizing how good God is and not being so selfish to think that it all revolves around us and how we feel on a particular day that God wants to use you and I to reach other people with yes. our lives. And maybe you and, and I made and, had those, and made those mistakes and went through those things so that we can help somebody else. Amen. Yeah. So that we can minister to somebody else. So that we can help somebody else set down what it is that we held on to for so very long. Yeah. Right? Because God sets you free. What is it that you have picked up? What is it that I have picked up that keeps me from being free to serve him? That's the question for us today. The truth is, you've been set free and I've been set free from sin, from condemnation, from fear. But it's also true that we were set free for a reason. Mm -hmm. We were set free to honor God with our lives, to worship him, to glorify him in all that we say and all that we do. What is holding you and I back today? What is it that we have picked up, that we carry with us, that keeps us from being able to walk in the purpose and the plan that God has for our lives? And even those of us that have been saved or been in church or been Christians for many, many years, we're still guilty every once in a while of picking up things and holding them that hinder us from walking in the purpose that yes. God has for us. Yes. We pick up old sins. Yep. Mm -hmm. Even though we've been set free from sin, we're no longer save, uh, slaves to sin. On occasion, we pick up a weight of sin and carry it with us. Amen. 
We pick up the weight of condemnation and guilt. We pick up the weight of fear. And before you know it, we have our hands full of all of these things that we were set free from. And so therefore, we cannot be free to do what God has for us to do. That's right. Amen. So what is it that's keeping you and I from walking in the purpose that God has for us to do? What has God freed you for? What has God freed me for? Because he freed you for a reason. Yes. He freed you for a reason. Someone needs to hear that today. You were freed for a reason. Yes. You were freed because you have a purpose that God has for you to do. Amen. You weren't free to be miserable. Amen. You weren't free to wallow in guilt and shame. You weren't freed so you can live your life full of fear and anxiety. You were freed, and the Bible says, whom Christ sets free is free indeed. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. We hope that you enjoyed it and were blessed by it. Each month we have people from all over the world who listen to the messages made available. If you've been blessed by this ministry, would you consider making a donation of any amount to help support us as we continue to reach a loss for Christ? Donations can be made online at www.reviveoc.org or by check at Revive Outreach Church, 411 Chatham Heights Road, Suite 101, Fredericksburg, Virginia, 22405. Thank you for your prayers and your continued support. May God richly bless you. Bless you.